Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. So, <clears throat> this week's episode is all about this past season and what's going on in the world. A lot is happening in the world. Of course, there's lots of happening for the queer community as well. The whole anti-LGBT, anti-LGBT legislation that's being passed in several states, like Florida and um, all the different places. But, you know, more importantly, this past season, I got to speak to lots of queer youth as usual, and I love it. And they tell their stories, and they just chat about all sorts of things, um, because they're human. And I think we get confused that, yes, we're queer, uh, we're here, so fucking get used to it. Uh, we're also human. We all want like the same thing. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be loved. We all go through different things. You know, we have all of our quote-unquote demons. Um, and I just think it's really important to understand who we are and then try no, and see all around us, right? So I spent the summer in, I mean, I spent the winter in Florida and it's an interesting place. We stay by the Wilton Manors, which is the gay area. Um, <clears throat> or Wilton Manors adjacent is what I should say. And, uh, you know, it's just, you see all types of people coming and going and meeting lots of different humans and a lot of queer humans and everyone, you know, always has the same story. You know, they always are they're like, this is what I do, I show up to work, I do my thing because um, I'm quote unquote supposed to. But, you know, I've learned that you're not supposed to do anything. You're just supposed to let it be and and then you can discover something that brings you joy, like sparks joy, as they say. Um, and we all did different things, right? <clears throat> Which is good. We should be able to try all of them. And everyone's situations is different. I think right now, too, what everyone's doing in the world is that, <clears throat> not everyone, but a lot of people in the world are, um, overwhelmed right now, uh, because we just went through a really crazy, uh, blackout phase is what my husband calls it. The corona we went through that, and we, um, it's almost as if we didn't know how to handle that. It's almost as if something even more happens, if something more comes through in this world, and that happens, we won't know how to handle it. There are a lot of people that want humanity to succeed as humanity. 
But there's a lot of people that do not want humanity as a whole to succeed. And especially when it comes to the queer community because of the things that have been indoctrinated into our minds of what the idea of what, how someone should be, how someone should exist. I never got that notion of saying, this is how you should exist because this is the way it is. And everyone uses the Bible and everyone uses the writings of something that they feel that the translations have come across, but none of that's true. I don't know, it's just tricky because none of it's true, you know? Especially from a book that was written thousands of years after the fact that, that Jesus is supposed to Jesus, you know, hung out and, and hang out, you know. But I think Jesus was just a person who happens to be famous, just like a lot of famous people in the world. <clears throat> famous for different reasons, you know. People that write amazing books, people that are in movies, people that are on TV, people that are on the radio, people who write illustrations and stuff. Um, I think if you're going to be known, you should be known really for existing with humanity, you know? And that's what I hear this season, this past season. It's like talking to all these people, all these youth, you know, and they're just like, I'm living it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing it. This is who I am. You know, I was sitting at the pool the other day in Vegas. I went to Vegas. Um... And I was listening to these people talk, and they had strong opinions about what it means to be trans, you know? I would never have a strong opinion about what it means to be trans because I am not trans. I will speak to people and tell, have them tell their stories. And I think we get confused because they see these things on the news and they have these numbers, these fake statistics that just get put out there because... We have to continue to keep this false narrative going, right? So it's, it's a false narrative that gets brought into this world. It gets brought upon this world. Um, it's created to throw someone off. You know, there's a war going on right now in the Ukraine. There's also a false narrative being created with that. War is bad. <laughs> That's it. You're killing innocent people. That's it. It's a crime against humanity. Whether or not we do anything about it is a whole other thing. But that's just it. Like, war is bad. It's not good. Killing people is not good. Killing people for the sake of just taking something is even worse. Killing people is bad, but it's all bad. It's all bad, right? So when these people are talking about what they're like, they brought up an example of a case of someone who came out as trans and then later on realized they were not trans. Now, then they start talking about people forcing people. Now, listen, if you are grooming, now grooming is a strong word because grooming is the word that everyone is using. Well, that's heteronormative white people are using in legislation to pass laws. They're using this word. It's a word that's actually probably been used mostly in the queer community because you, when you groom someone, uh, you know, you're grooming them. You're like literally teaching them to be this way, which is what we are all done, which is done to all of us through this heteronormative idea. It doesn't even matter. You can't even just you can't even say it's not. It is. Blue is for boys, pink is for girls. That's grooming at its finest. And then opening a book and seeing a mom and a dad, never mind like it's just a white mom and a white dad. And then you know, all the different someone said, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Uh 
I don't even remember it. <laughs> uh, anyways, it talks about unity in there, and we're not unifying anything. So it's so funny, like, all these things that are so contradictory, and then we don't even do them, right? So these people at the pool were talking about uh, trans things, and I was like, I didn't ask them if that she was trans, or I don't even know what that person identified as, but that's such strong opinions about something they probably know nothing about. Like, it's so interesting, like, and then I stared at them, and the, the person, the, their friend there, like, started to move their language and tried to shift gears in the language. I don't know. They were trying to make it sound better than what it was and, and, and correcting their friend, but not really correcting their friend. You know, you come across a lot of people <clears throat> where they get involved in friendships, and, you know, you say things to each other. I just had something happen to me today, and I, you know, what we say and what we do affects a person, right? So if I say something and it affects you and you never say anything back to me, I'm not going to always know what I said affects you in the way it does. You know? Like, I'll never know that what my words do to you, how they affect you. Because they also affect you based off of your experience and what you're experiencing. It doesn't affect you necessarily. Like, me saying them isn't the thing. Like, isn't really the thing. It's just that I said them and you heard them the way you heard them. So you took them. So that's the same thing with having a strong opinion about like what someone's ex only one experience of someone being trans and then someone hearing that and then they're not trans anymore. So they're going to use that only example of like comparing it to every person in the world that's transgendered is so silly. You know, it's like when people travel, if you, if you have the opportunity to travel around the world, you'll understand that like human beings are all the same. It's what we do with our humanity that makes us unique and lets us stand out and, and has an impact to actually move together. You know, I talk to folks all over the world that are queer. And they just want to be themselves, yet they can be threatened or threatened with their lives or sent to jail or um, banned from their country or kicked out. You know what I mean? Like all the different things it's like or run from their country, not banned from their country. But like they leave their country. So, so technically they don't feel safe there. They don't feel safe there. You know. It's. You know, we also created this culture where it's like people are scared to say certain things because of social media Oh, their home life is not great. But I'm also telling you that if you're listening to this, wherever you are in the world, I'm here because I am that voice of reason. And my voice of reason can always be checked. I got checked today, and that's fine. Like, you can check me. That's totally cool. I'm down with it. I never claim to be anything other than a human being. That's all I'm doing. I'm not doing anything else. I'm just existing. I'm existing through things that I have a hard time with, and I'm existing through things that I don't have a hard time with. So my experience is not your experience. But in order for us to exist together and move forward together, I have to... You certainly can't move together if I'm, keep... if I'm not moving. Like, we can't move together if we're not doing it together. But our experiences are still going to be different interpretations of how we exist. Because that's just part of life. And especially in the queer community, because 
I can't imagine when you're in a state that says the don't say don't say gay bill. I can't imagine if you were sitting there in Florida and you're a kid who's like already kind of starts to know themselves as six and seven years old and they don't feel comfortable talking about it or a teacher doesn't feel comfortable talking about it because they're afraid they're going to get fired or sued because you have these archaic ideas that they're, they're, that people are creating. Now, I understand it's a backlash and the can of worms was open when that stupid piece of shit was put in office. We all know that. This is what happens. It always happens. It will always happen. As long as these people exist, it'll happen. Uh, if you put one person in power that's a dictator and wants to dictate and, and say he's doing it for everybody when they're in fact they're not, um, they'll uh, and then the 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 um, the ripple effect is set into play and set into motion, and that's what happens. Like people just start to do things and start to take thing, take, take, take rights away because they want to get voted into office and stay in office and this and that. It's a silly concept. It's such a weird thing because we don't believe in the popular vote <clears throat> in this country. So if we actually took away the popular vote, if you look at it this way, if you took away the popular vote, if you put the popular vote into play and took away the collegiate vote, like, uh, right, and people won just solely based off of being popular, the people that are trying to get to the same position and trying to move into those positions, like if a, a Republican wants to move into a Senate position, if they want to keep moving further up and try to get into the White House, they'll have a harder time because it's a popular vote. Um, the choices they're making with legislation in their states that are trying to ruin people's lives will actually probably be less than, right? It wouldn't, they wouldn't even be doing that because if you're going to get to a place where it's a popular vote, think of it that way. I mean, that's why people don't want it to be. Um, they don't want the popular vote because those people won't be popular because they were never popular. They were horrible people. They felt they were popular and they felt they were safe and and um, doing their thing because of their circle of friends. But we all we all have that. We all have that same experience. We all feel like we're safe and we're moving forward and we have really great people <clears throat> in our lives. So we stay in our circle and we stay content. Content is fine, but. To really understand humanity as a whole, you have to like talk to every single person and really get an idea. And and I would say it has to be an educated idea. Like it has to be this this really good, this really strong idea of, oh, wow, we should move together as humanity. We should allow queer people to have rights because they're human. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I just wanted to make this episode a little bit and talk about those things. And um, I know the world's crazy right now and it's going to get even crazier. There's no stopping it. I mean, it can do whatever it wants because of the people that are in power. But the people surrounding those people are also having a huge impact. There's a lot of great things happening. Um, actually, and there's a lot of like cool things happening in America. And all over the world <clears throat> to try to compete with this nonsense that's going on. So I have my summer some so that's all. This past season was really good with all the, the the youth that I talked to. I'm gonna get a whole bunch more for season seven, and of course I'll do my bonus episodes this summer. I'll speak to people. I'll reach out to people and see what they're doing with their lives. Um, and that's it. If you need help, I have some resources on my website. My, go to queeruniverse.org. 
Um, if you're in the Philadelphia area, I have my um, I have my uh, comic book that's gonna drop called Queer Universe at that Geekdom Con at the end of May, which is gonna be really exciting. And then um, I'm officially gonna tell you that it is also going to be uh, sold at South Street Art Mart in Philadelphia. Um, I'm really excited. I'm going to have a stand in there, and I'm going to sell the comic book in there. And then on June 18th, I'm also going to sit out front during Pride Month at South Street Art Mart and also sell the comic book there, and you can take pictures with my two characters. Um, well, they're cardboard cutouts, my two characters from the book. So a lot of exciting things. I'm just going to keep getting the word out there. I'm going to keep making this podcast. If you hear it, you hear it. If you don't, I'm sorry. But you wouldn't know that you don't hear it because I just realized that you won't know that you're not hearing it because you're hearing it right now. And if I say you're not hearing it, it doesn't mean you'll ever hear this. Whoa. Anyways, so come find me at queeruniverse.org. Of course, if you want to become a patron of the podcast, Patreon or patron of the podcast, you could go to patreon.com forward slash queerteenpodcast. Just all the different ways that you can keep the the shift, us moving forward, you know? All of us. It's a collective effort, regardless of where you are in your life. You know what I mean? I love you. I see you. I hear you. You are amazing. And I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and thanks for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.